we're back for our last penultimate. No, not penultimate. What's what's last? Last. Sorry, last ever um, mini in our mini series, first series. How's I it feel been? Honored. You feel oh, yeah. honoured, Chris. Good. So it is. You're the pinnacle. You're the pinnacle. <laughs> so, Jamie, how you been? You in a shed? I am in a shed, and um, I feel like I've picked a bad day because I'm slowly sweating. Uh, yeah, like, this is horrific. Um, I'm moving house. I did reference this in a previous one where um, go for a house move, but the great Wi-Fi gods have not blessed the house with Wi-Fi. So I'm now at my parents' house. So you might even just see my mum pot around doing gardening at some point. Very natural. Uh, the yeah. other person on the line you can hear is uh, Chris Smalling. Uh, Jamie, do you want to introduce Chris and then Chris give you self of a background if no, yeah. no one knows who chris smallin is yeah um, so i'll say how we met i used to work on city united chris was a player there and how we got talking was that chris used to wear some really bad clothes like honestly, in, some of the... in jamie's opinion no 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 and if jamie's you look wild go back through google you can see some of the outfits but if you look at his of his of how he's evolved, but now he now just basic nice bees. He's a Sarah man, so he, he's learned from me the sort of good brands to wear. Um, and then we have a casual thing where we have a little competition on the side that I tend to win regularly. Um, I've won the last two seasons, so um, at that point we can probably spice in an image of where I'm being handed money for me winning the competition. Which in ten nice. years previously. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see if he's gets, counting. He's yeah, counting. We'll see how who gets that spliced in. So, Chris, you, for anyone who doesn't follow soccer or football, because we are an uh, international um, uh, vlogcast, do you want to cover who you are, your background, uh, and uh, kind of where you see your future? Yeah. So, my name's Chris Smalling. So, yeah, I met Jamie when I was at Manchester United. So, I'm. Born, raised in in London, and then moved to sort of Kent Medway when I was sort of younger and got brought up there. And then I always dreamed of being a professional footballer, but um, I guess I was a, a late bloomer in terms of the normal scholarship. When you're 16 or 18, you often that's when you're really deciding as to whether you're going to be good enough to to play for a professional club. But I never really got that opportunity, so I did my A levels. Um, did all of those and then literally I was planning to go to university and then I got two trials literally three weeks before I was about to go to uni one at Fulham and one at Middlesbrough so mm. I literally went on those as a uh, nothing to lose because I was literally about to go to uni I was I think about 10 days from going to Zanti with all my friends I literally were going off to different universities and I thought look we're gonna have a big blowout and then everyone goes off to do their own thing literally went on these trials literally straight after I had two professional offers and then yeah chose Fulham and then my pathway was was totally different did a couple of years there went to Manchester to meet uh, Jamie and uh was did sort of maybe nine years there and then the last three three and a half years I've moved to Roma and yeah now I'm a, a true Roman living in living in Rome playing football out here at the minute
and it's I, a resurgence over there like people are you read and it's like your career's kick, kicked on their summit small deanie yeah that's the image of where the roman fan i've sent this to chris roman fans have put small maldini's hair on chris smalling yeah yeah, I'll, yeah. Give you permission. I'll give you permission to put that we'll in use that we'll yeah. splice yeah. that in that's yeah. not that's, a problem uh, yeah mm. I, luckily when i came here it was all very last minute because i never actually planned on anything to Rome, but literally it happened at the end of the window. And luckily I was able to hit the ground running and then really got the fans on side and literally came on loan for sort of seven months. COVID was in the middle of it, so it was pretty chaotic. Son being born as well. So literally the whole move was not ideal, shall we say, in terms of the timings. But yeah, three years later and uh, no, still here and and, and enjoying it. It's, It's weird how things pan out with those things like everyone's heard about my story and everything like that and you just if you keep saying yes good things will happen right just it just naturally mm-hmm. occurs assume the good see the good and it'll just naturally naturally occur yeah 100 uh, percent. so jamie positive. do you want to go oh, sorry mate do you want to kick things off? yeah go on <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah. i thought i'd start as well because people are going to see and think this is going to be about tech and stuff and think how do you link into this Chris, um, because they'll think he's a footballer, but you have got some side hustles, is the phrase that people like to use, the youth <laughs> today. So, one of the things I want to ask is, how have you gone from being a footballer to being a partner um, in a business that looks to invest in launching and growing early stage um, planet friendly business? How's that come about? And I think it's worth also, Chris, if you the thought process of that as yeah. well, of, yeah. you know, everyone sees footballers, but yeah, most people like to live past 35, 40, right? In general. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. plan. That's the plan. <laughs> no, it is too true. I think in football, it is uh, literally, I'm now in my 30s and I'm considered old in sport or in football. And um, yeah, in general, day to day, mid 30s is not, it's far from, it's far from old. So yeah, I guess I, I went plant based maybe five six years ago and that sort okay. of started a little little journey shall we say in terms of I guess what was good for my body in terms of recovering and strength and obviously being football um being a better athlete but in terms of actually how I can contribute off the pitch as well so I guess helping link with different brands that I was interested obviously I get some commercial offers and then ultimately you could Totally pick and choose which ones you might want to do depending on your passion or if you believe in that brand for example and then I guess going back to when before I was going to be a professional I was going to go I've always had a passion for business so for example A levels I did business economics and maths and I was going to go and do financial economics so I always had I was sort of following a business route in terms of I was like a bit of a geek watching Dragon's Den when I was growing up and things and always that sort of startup and watching I could watch hours of it even when I was younger. So obviously then you think oh, I'll pick up this course when I'm playing football but easier said than done and you end up just focusing on football. But I'd always had this passion and then probably 3 4 years ago sort of certain opportunities came about where I could almost put that business pattern that I've had and almost combine it with a real passion of mine in terms of making an impact, making a difference and almost trying to follow some of my own passions, but linking in business. So it was almost like best of both worlds. Mm. Um, 
I, I was looking on, I was following different people on Twitter and Insta, some of the, the brands that I liked. But for example, one of them was All Plants. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Another one was Pinatex. Obviously, I'm invested both in those now. And then also there was a, a media agency, Rebecca, who's a, a co-founder of For Good. I'd reached out to All Plants because I think I, I sampled some of their products, reached out to JP. I think I didn't really have a contact. I think I just went on Twitter, just messaged them, said, love what you're doing. It would be great to connect. And then I also did the same with Pinatex because I was in a, in London. I was in a store and there was a trainer brand. And um, they said, oh, it's made out of sort of pineapple. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. Mm. Um, knew about it. And then literally went on their site and then literally saw an email, just cold email, just said, I love what you do. It'd be great to hear more. Not really expecting anything back because it was just almost like I just interested and just sent the call. And then literally both of them replied. I was just like, wow. And then a couple of weeks later, went down to London, had a meeting with them, just chatting about their brand. And then literally after all the due diligence and chats, nine months later, I sort of invested in both of those. And that was almost the start of my journey. And it's just sort of the numbers have, have gone up from there, really. And all plants is like the big, like when I think of, you think of like a, I don't know, uh, I'm, oh, I can't remember the other brands that do like delivery food and stuff, but All Plants for me is one of the big, big yeah. players at the moment. Yeah. Are they the kind of uh, organizations where you start to think actually the impact of digital and your footprint and what you're saying and how you're doing it is really important because I think they're purely online, right? I, I, yeah. yeah, 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 100%. I think I definitely think there is an element of, like you say, the footprint etc not having sort of brick and mortar stores etc yeah. but just in terms of how we are as people everything everybody wants things quicker everyone wants fast everyone everyone wants things now so i think in terms of obviously there's the plus side of not having your your actual footprint but equally people how we want people want things oh. yesterday yeah so i and think it- in terms of that the fact that it's online makes things so much more accessible for everybody and ultimately will help be a big factor in terms of all startups moving forward 100 and if the journey's shit we know this jake like me yeah the journey shit, people, they don't even like one of the stats jamie's put in a prod sheet because he's mr prep and i'm not it's <laughs> six hours a day spent on online but we yeah. all three of us would have done it if the journey shit or the experience is shit you just bin it off right oh, yeah find another one. oh yeah right. i can give you one right now i'm gonna name them you know, ProDirect Soccer, they've become ProDirect yeah. Sport. Go on their website now. They've rebranded, and it's, I've just stopped them. I'm not going to use you anymore. It genuinely pissed me off the other day. And yeah. I was going to reference All Plants because I did do All Plants for a while because I messaged you about it, Chris, and probably took my um, feedback, and that's where you got your idea to talk to them. <laughs> um, but I, their journey online is actually pretty slick. It is actually a pretty slick journey. And Darren's yeah. right. If you get the fundamentals on a website right, that's half the battle, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. And I feel like not too long ago, it was almost like a byproduct, a side thing in terms of your website, et cetera. Whereas yeah. now it's almost like the main element that needs to be slick. And then ultimately um, how users can navigate it, how you can order, et cetera, and actually connect with is is now, I think, a key forefront of, especially a lot of the brands I speak to, and I can imagine all brands as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jamie, do you want to take the next one, or do you want me? Or do, do you want to uh, want grill, Chris? You want me to go? Um, <laughs> so I, I think um, the other things in terms of um, so the 
the the brand you invest you have been investing in you're now looking at uh for good is that kind of the way i read the website is um <clears throat> it's almost like a dragon's get den for sustainable businesses to come along and say look we're doing something but we now need scale is that is that fair to like distilling it down yeah. to stu- stupid is that is that your the the way you, you guys are setting up at the minute yeah i would say so i guess the essence of for good has been ultimately and i guess our usp should we say is in terms of bringing like-minded individuals that we call change makers together and then ultimately grouping together to then help support these brands obviously in terms of funding but also equally in terms of their social platform or or ever how much they want to contribute Mm -hmm. so i guess you've got your typical vc should we say and ultimately we do have very good connections in terms of we have investment professionals invested alongside us, but equally that layer on top is ultimately we have a for good network of different people in different industries. And we, we keep in touch with the people that we bring on board. Like for example, we'll do questionnaires and ultimately evolve and speak with them in terms of their passions. And then when certain opportunities come up, we will put it out to our network of say there's 20 people in it that might be of interest. We'll then hopefully, however many people want to get involved and then hopefully add that extra layer when we do invest in terms of not just the money but also um the public public facing people involved so obviously certain vcs will come with different experiences and things and that's not necessarily saying that we could bring but ultimately we have a, a usp in terms of the public figures that can hopefully help certain yeah. elements of the company and just add a little edge in terms of um just the money and it's nice that it's about that sustainability, uh, uh, green and, and, and things like that as well. It's really important. And I think the world's changed, right? The last, like, with the economic changes that are occurring at the minute, money was really cheap. Like, what I mean mm. by that is uh, access to money, if you're a VC or an yeah. investor, it was really cheap. And now, particularly in the world that I work in and we we're seeing, and Jamie's experiencing as well, um, people want their ROI quicker. They want that return yeah. on investment much quicker or it can't just be, okay, here's the money. We'll see you in five years time when we're ready yeah. to settle float. Like, I know that doesn't occur, but there, there was a lot more hands off, but it feels like you guys are kind of putting a nice uh, uh, like wrap around that as well. So they're not left on their own and they're doing things properly. And there's the interconnect. It's almost like a VC sustainability network almost. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think, that's almost grown from my own passions. Like, for example, I probably had nine or 10 personal investments prior to even, and for good and building that like-minded community was on my mind because I'd had a lot of people reach out to me. Like, even in the change rooms, they'll see, oh, Chris is invested in this. I'd have some questions in terms of what about that brand or how's it going or some mm-hmm. of your pre- so I'd have, I'd be having various conversations with different people and ultimately I'd be surprised that they've already invested in eight different brands or some people just at the start of their journey just want to ask questions and it felt like the next step to almost try to group these people and ultimately team myself up on a company with people that can also help them in terms of it's not just me talking to for example Hector Bellerin who's one of the players one of the early people that I spoke to but obviously my team speaking to his finance team so it's ultimately very professional and ultimately another avenue for people to to explore so I like it because that's saying as well so the importance of sustainability especially just like on websites i work on 
they, they people want to like talk about how they go green like ee or work for briefly they were to like try and put a spin on well we are putting up telephone masks but this is how we do it in a eco-friendly yeah. way you mentioned pinatex i had never heard of them so i researched i was like jesus they make um shoes for nikes and stuff like that mm. do you think that's one of your biggest challenges with for good to get people aware of these products but to also there's an alternative route that's mm. more sustainable for the planet as well not just oh they are green but actually it's going to bring something to the planet as well yeah 100 percent. i feel like especially when i invested in some of these brands like i didn't even know about a lot of them until i was mm. either introduced or they reached out or i randomly saw it on the back of the corner of an, an aisle in a, or or in a shop or whatever but quite often it's either referrals from them direct or something online an advert or something but i think that awareness is is key and that's ultimately where i wanted to help bring like-minded individuals to be able to team up and make a bigger noise and ultimately obviously needs to be vetted that the opportunity is there and that's where our partners and investment professionals sort of give it the okay but then ultimately once we've seen that this is a great opportunity how can we really explode that how can we really make it go wide and ultimately online reach and their own platforms and that is how we're going to get the word out there it isn't about putting up 300 stores it's ultimately yeah. getting this product yeah. visually people's hands or in their laptops so um yeah that is a huge part of making things a lot more accessible and and letting people know that there are other there are other things out there it's like yeah. community engagement right it's that kind of mm. like trying to uh get people more people talk you know it it, it happens uh, yeah. rather than having spending millions on marketing and advertising and having a you know a big splash green somewhere in the west end or those those, i think and i also think those days are over like we we talked about it like aldi versus m&s that just that was just two two social media teams going at it but actually (laughs) the free advertising that occurred because of it yeah the press pick it up and then suddenly it's a big thing and they didn't they they didn't spend millions on advertising for that that's just not that's the taking um, a business out of each other literally yeah Yeah. that'd be the twitter guy who has access um, just sitting there writing a tweet and then it took off and then i guarantee you someone probably would called him into a room them sorry and said you shouldn't have done that. You've taken on Marks. And then when it blew up, oh, great job. Well done. Well done. Yeah, like, yeah. It just really, yeah, like, yeah. Did you see Brighton the other day where they put up that? No, yeah, no reason. Yeah, yeah. All sales yeah. are fine. That's what I mean. It always and have you seen the traffic spike because of that? It, yeah, exactly. Brighton then, yeah. yeah, like. Like, literally, I was just about to say, like, literally, you have, like you say, a lot of social media accounts. They're now, even club ones, they're funny. They're yeah, all, they are. Yeah. it's part of it. They're all, they're all going out. And I feel like, like you say, that's also another avenue where, like you say, Brighton's obviously a bigger club already, but there are smaller clubs that are able to be elevated and almost grow. Like obviously got... <laughs> they had Burger King, didn't they? Steve Nitch did a great thing with Burger King a couple of years ago, and their, sh- their shirts were selling out. They were the most used team on FIFA, Steve Nitch. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. a couple of years ago, because they did like very, very clever with how they were promoting Burger King as their shirt sponsor. It was a simple ad, and then off the back of it, FIFA and their shirt sales went through the roof, absolutely yeah. through the roof. And um, I, and I think what and it's dovetailing your the the business, all the businesses you have in in there in this current climate is mm. is um it's going to be interesting to watch and uh, and see as yeah. well, like uh, how how that occurs with with those footprints. 
going back yeah. to the sustainability piece, I don't know if you had any more questions, Jamie, before I go into uh, trivia or anything. I was going to ask one because I have to mention this to Chris because I want to know. Um, oh, yes, right. Yeah, go on. This is a podcast. It was a bit about like tech and breaking myths, but what is your favourite website to use, Chris, and why? This is a big one. You will be uh, judged. <laughs> I can think of a few that I may use from time to time, but one I think that I probably use and was just literally just on is Dropbox, oh, which okay. is maybe not you typical that you might have thought, oh, he'll come no. up with that. But yeah, yeah. I think in terms of, like, obviously everyone knows Dropbox, folder, file, organization structure, it's easy. But I think in terms of, especially the use of it, like, even my mum, for example, she is no tech. That's the and way I still don't think, I still don't think she will, I still don't think she will use Dropbox. But I know that if she needed to, she, she could. could use Yeah. And I know yeah. the fact that, you can like for example i was just on my phone on dropbox a minute ago i can go on my laptop i can go on log on on chrome or safari and it's exactly yeah like, yeah. yeah there you go it's exactly the same whereas sometimes you can go on certain sites and it's like i'll use the app for example or because the website's rubbish or vice versa like very yes. rarely the same so that's yeah. why so i feel i can't knock it and i often i will knock something but that's the um not them so good answer it's a good answer steve jobs said uh if your nan should be able to use it it's the litmus right. test i yeah. always i yeah. do i say like yeah. i always say yeah. like if my dad can use it i know that like if i do something on one of the websites i'm working on i just quickly show him he goes yeah, you just do that i'm like that's it I've done yeah it. I've, I've nailed it yeah yeah, I've nailed my, it. yeah. Uh, same question to you jamie let's flip it over like oh, uh, yeah what's your favorite website like oh, usability Usability, I, I have mentioned this one before, but it is um, when I said about the risk of why they did it, but ASOS with the size fitter, because I'm I'm gangly. I am really yeah. all over the place, and I can be an extra large in something, medium, large. I go between three sizes, genuinely, and it's a nightmare. And um, to have that reassurance that 80% people wear it in a certain size, and then yes. I know it's going to be to my fit liking, and then I don't have to worry about the full ache of returning it because I'm lazy. Like Chris referenced, people want things now. People don't even go to yeah. Photoshop really, really anymore. No, no. So that, that's one of them. That is a good one. Yeah, yeah it that is. is. I should use what? that more because I'm a nightmare as well. T-shirts. It is. When you, when you are long arms. Or shirts, like it's yeah. just a bit of a nightmare. And that, what I like about that, and you have referenced it in a, a previous vlog, and we've talked about it, is the fact they're using their own data they've got. Yeah. To, yeah that that, I think true. that's really cool it's, as well. It's, like, yeah, it's risky. I agree. It's risky because yeah. you could put someone off buying something where they might have just gone for it. And also the the thing I mentioned before, it could have offended people. Like people, oh, why do they want to know my weight? They're they trying yeah. to make me like feel like mm. that I'm fat or something. So I I just admired it. Um. So yeah, I'm going to stick with that one. Um, what about you, Darren? Uh, mine's really boring and middle class. Mine's John Lewis because the app. I knew he was going to laugh at me. I know we are from Luton. All right, we are from Luton. Um, mine's mine is uh, John Lewis because the app and the website. It's the same regardless, and you can literally click. Uh, uh, everyone has given it five stars, so you, your search is like everyone's liked it. Yeah. Um, the only thing, though, my only 
bugbear with that or annoyance with that is some dicks put one star because of the delivery or because yeah. late or the box oh. was broken. I'm like, that's got nothing to do with the product you're buying, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's They've literally just gone bang one yeah. star. Yeah, and I, what I want is someone to filter that out. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's let's move on. I've got a trivia question about sustainability and CO2 because obviously I work in advisory tech, so we do a lot of advising. And I got a stat recently, and it's going to be like a higher or lower. Um, okay. So he, he, you both know what a server is, right? Hopefully, right? Yep. yep. Chris yep. is nodding good. Jamie, if you don't, then <laughs> someone will be in contact. Um, so. Uh, how many servers is the same as one person getting a commercial flight CO2 output as a commercial flight from New York to London and back return? Not the plane itself, just one person's CO2 footprint, carbon footprint from leaving London on a commercial flight to New York and back. How many servers and how long do they need to be on for a year? What? Yes, I feel it. And this is like, it's either, you said, I said I've got a good one for the two of you. (laughs) So are you going to go high or low, Jamie? It's it's not in between, I know for a fact. It's not going to be like a middle ground. It's going to be crazy high or crazy low. And you look like an idiot if you say something either way. I'm going to go, I'm going to go a thousand servers. A thousand, it's the equivalent of a thousand servers kicking out hot air and electricity what do you reckon chris he's googling no he's not googling he, he's the he is he's got one hand no the phone the phone's on the side you're safe i'm not i'm not good even though i would love to uh, <laughs> it's a good question i have nowhere no but i'm gonna go higher than jamie higher um i don't know do i want to go higher I'm trying to get your. Oh, uh, well. Think of, think of the CO2 of the like so, All so those things to yeah, yeah. versus he's, one person getting on a plane and flying over to. He's so competitive that he just wants to beat me that he's going to do everything he can to stall to get the answer. Right. I'll go. I'll go 1500. 50's gone a little bit. You're both miles away. It's one server. I knew it was going to be something ridiculous. Oh I, knew, I said, didn't I? It's going to be ridiculously uh, low. So uh, I'm close, uh, though, aren't I? I'm close. You, uh, yeah, uh, I win. Yeah, I'm not going to hear the end. I'm of not, sure, I'm not sure anyone can claim that one. No. But how scary is that? Right. How oh, scary is that? So this is why we have things like green ops and green IT and turning stuff off and making sure we're not using it and consolidation uh, of footprint uh, and stuff like that yeah it's yeah, crazy yeah. yeah it's absolutely crazy <laughs> so yeah there you go one one server stumped, stumped us massively stumped yeah right so the fun bit jamie do you want to ask this one okay uh, yeah yeah go on then you go for it so this is a always a segment we ask every guest uh, we can probably preempt the answer but is have you ever been to luton flying from luton airport We'll take you from London St Pancras to the terminal in as little as 32 minutes. And then if you have, what did you think to it? I have, I would say, have I been to Luton? Yes. But have I been there properly? I don't think so. I mean, I've passed through in terms of, obviously, we've stayed there with the national team. Luton who? Yeah. 
and Luton is quite an accessible airport as well. So we've been in and out in terms of that and the train, etc. But have I been there, for example, on a night out? No. Have I been there really? To be there? No. So should I come? Because you two are the... Well, yes. Uh, you've got and to... What's there's the, the White House. I, what's the first thing I should do if I do come? You've got... The White you, House. No, you've got to come to the Kenny. You've the got Kenny, to yeah. Yeah, you've yeah, got yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah 1902, that's been built. We've been going for years. You've you, Before we move stadiums, Chris, you have to experience Kenilworth Road. Oh. It is nothing like you it. Never it is great like that they are getting that chance this year and it is going to be how it is now. I think it's oh, it's, uh, it's it's just unreal. Um, the fact that there's asbestos roofs and we can't drill <laughs> into it for Sky to get their cameras in is just amazing. Genius. It's genius. Um, so yeah, if you get a chance, if you, I know the schedule's grueling, probably not. But if there's any games on holiday camera, during during the take take your wife and young children to loot and say that that's going to be a brief. Well, we've been meaning we've not been back to England for a little while. There you go. We've had the little one born last month, so we haven't been travelling obviously much prior to that and obviously at the minute. But in a few months, it would be good to uh, head back and I will discuss to see if... Uh, well, we can finally have a competition where that you keep bottling a shoot, shooting competition. Shooting competition well, at we'll the be, Kenny. We'll be a few more miles close, yeah. You make it oh happen. My God. Make it, oh, make it I, happen. I, I actually think we could do that. <laughs> we um, probably could. Thank you, <laughs> We could record it, do like a special episode of this. Like special this. episode. <laughs> two, middle, two middle middle-aged fat lads play play football, <laughs> play football with a professional athlete. Yeah, that's something like Jack. I still think I'm saving his shots. I genuinely have faith in my abilities. I still think I'm saving more than he scores. Oh dear. Right. Last segment and we'll um for this this is the oh the, the final episode, last segment of what you know what really grinds my gears? Grinds my gears. Uh, I think we should let the um, Chris go first. So what, what really grinds your gears, Chris? What pisses you off? Um, there's probably a couple of things. I would say spam emails are also one that really, especially when you sign up for something, then there's just constant yep. emails. And ultimately, day. and it's almost like, now I've gone totally off you. Yeah. But, Online ads, I think, is also is probably the biggest is the biggest one because it's like you see interesting things pop up and then you click on it once and then obviously it keeps following you or even if you're just thinking of it, it ends up popping up or something. I think yeah. it's um, yeah, it can be too much or even if you're sort of watching something and there's constant adverts and stuff, it's just or even on an app or something, it's just yeah, that really bugs me annoying and jamie yeah. what, what's your last ever one in personal for emails this, for this season per, in, in personal like yes. as in high all or high no, no, no. i i can I, you get one person who does this at every company um and they're they just don't know how to interact socially i could be sat next to them have chatted to them all morning about something and then i'll get hi jamie how are you? I trust this email finds you well. And then the email sign off is best, not best wishes, just best. I'm like, I'm sitting next to you. Like, you could have asked me, first of all, but two, <laughs> why? Uh, I don't get that. And, you, and then you still have that. And, uh, one job in particular, when this is back in my football days, I used to absolutely hammer the guy. I go back 
childishly with emails just saying it did not find me well and then not reply to the question you know, i was about to I'm yeah. like, everyone puts that it's very british like i hope this is yeah finds you well does anyone well, ever say no i've had the shits for the last two days yeah, and yeah, yeah, you know yeah, but it's not but it, again, again i look at it and go the impersonalness of it because if i want to be like i'm trying to say i hope you're okay I hope you're all right. How's things your side? Just a little bit. Not. Yeah. I hope, I tr- and it's the word I trust. This email finds you well. Like trust. What trust got to do? Ah, uh, it just. I just think it's. It's. A, I always say basic things in life, but I just don't get how you cannot basically understand. I'm sitting next to someone. Or I've seen them this morning or chat to them at breakfast, and now I'm going to write them an email where it looks like I've never met them before. Like yeah. it's just an odd, odd thing. Yeah, no, I do get that, especially if you're in the same environment and in the building yeah. as them. But equally, like you say, we're all guilty of it to an extent. I might not put the trust, but we are uh, we are a little bit guilty when, like you say, we shouldn't. No, but would you do for like that? Hot, <laughs> dear Chris, how are you? I trust this email finds you well. And then the question, then you'll be like, I await your response. Best, <laughs> but no, that, that's the way. No, that's no, like, that is, that yeah, is you might far. do like how like I trust you're good or yeah, yeah. When they do it all, and you're like, just oh, come on, man, we're chatting. No, when I agree. You on just that. that last night's football, and you're now talking <laughs> to me like I'm an idiot. But yeah, it sounds trivial, but it, but it, it, it people are going to see across this series, Chris, that small things tend to really wind me up quite easily. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, you're quite easily triggered. My, mine's yeah. really, mine's really boring but it's when leaders and execs say things like i'm always available and then they come back from holidays like, oh you can always get hold of me or my door is always open that's the other one uh, it's not always open <laughs> though, is it? it's not you Just won't open the door like, get the i bet you've had managers chris that have said that as well uh, yeah literally yeah. they come through the building yeah how are you it's nice <laughs> bloody blah you can always come talk to me literally yeah a few yeah. days later yeah don't, i don't, don't want to know but yeah that's all and then they come back from holiday and they're like everyone just bothered me well you're either yeah. on holiday or you're not on holiday exactly right? it's one or the other <laughs> I, know, I think that's a good one i think that's a good one um i think you do yeah. yourself the disservice on that darren i don't think it's boring i think it needs to be brought out to people yeah i agree it's not as boring <laughs> as john lewis you you've upgraded <laughs> from john lewis which I, wow i did not expect you to say that I didn't. <laughs> that's made my day. Oh, brilliant. Um, yeah, I think, well, this is it, Chris. So you, you've closed our series off nicely. Yeah. I like it. Thank it you was... for thinking of me. No, and to be the last, I feel like, uh, yeah. yeah. And be... who knows if we do a second series, I might have escaped the shed. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah I'm so... slouching by the end of this because I people won't perhaps see it. I am sweating buckets because I have to yeah. shut the windows because of the noise outside. And I'm like, this is it's so like a great weather back home then. Yeah, it's like 25 degrees, yeah. Chris. Yeah. Degrees, yeah, it's okay. And we started the whole se- recording the series, and the weather was terrible. We were complaining uh, to yeah. all the guests how bad the weather's been. Us English love to complain whether it's oh, hot, yeah. cold, yeah. whatever. We just can't Absolutely. help it. <laughs> right. Well, hopefully we'll. Um, We'll wrap up and uh, we might see uh, s- some more people next series, If uh, how depending on how this lands. So, uh, yes. Chris, thank you very much for joining thank us. You. No, it's a Busy pleasure. I hope, you, I hope you tip I tip you over the edge and there'll be a series two. Oh, thank oh, you very much. <laughs> You'll take credit for that, by the way. You really will. Absolutely. Oh, you will. So thank you. But, yeah, and take Jamie, care. we'll, we'll rec- hopefully record a, a few shorts, potentially. Yeah, we will. Um, as well. Yeah. 
I've got my next baby coming in September, so uh, there'll be one AM recordings. Just yes. sing me, yeah, wake <laughs> me up, not a problem, baby. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, it'll be fine. Right, it'll thank you fun. very much. All right, take care, everyone. Bye bye. Perfect. All right. <laughs>